Disney World was built off of a life insurance policy. A lot of people don't know that. McDonald's was started off of a life insurance policy. Warren Buffett, he praises life insurance policy. He, his children have life insurance policies. They never have to work again. He's passing down all this money through these life insurance policies, whole life. Hello, and thank you for joining us on Posh Talks Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Women Living Intentional, a group created for those who are looking and ready to live in purpose. Now over to your host, Tayani Tellis. Hello, and welcome to Posh Talks Podcast, where Living Intentional consists of high vibes and posh lifestyles. I am your host, Tayani Tellis, and today's episode is To Be Vetted. Now, Tamara is the founder of To Be Vetted. To Be Vetted Sports and Entertainment is a veteran-owned, full-service sports and entertainment agency with expertise in athlete management, artist representation, financial planning, and marketing. To Be Vetted aspires to be an outstanding sports and entertainment company that provides a high-level quality experience for every athlete and artist signed to their agency. To Be Vetted intends to disrupt the industry by creating a culture where athletes and agents work side-by-side to create a future for next generations to come, in addition to providing excellent representation by having a positive impact on the athlete's representative. Hello, Tamara. How are you? I am doing well, and I'm excited to be here. And thank you so much for being a part of today's podcast. Like, I'm super excited to learn more about the agency. What I find you doing is super dope, and it needs more exposure, and more people should be involved. So for those who are interested in learning more about your platform or new to learn about your platform, can you walk us through your journey into entrepreneurship and the birth of To Be Vetted? Yes, so I um, I own a couple of other companies. So I'm a serial entrepreneur. Um, oh, wow. I like helping people. Every time, um, you know, every time I find something, a niche that I get really, really excited about, you know, I start researching yeah. and um, digging in to see, okay, well, how can I be of service to um, this particular um, this particular client? And right. so, um, you know, I started helping people with, um, um, what, I guess, life insurance, yes. um, making sure that, you know, they're, they're set up for success and helping them with generational wealth, helping them um, get out of debt because most people don't know that life insurance also helps you get out of debt. They have programs. Right. And oh, wow. so um, there was one of my clients that was um, an athlete, and he, did it, he didn't um, – have good representation. Um, his agent um, kind of misled him. And so I'm like, okay, well, dang, you know, I have five boys at home. I wouldn't want them to get into, um, you know, sign a contract with somebody that would, you know, take their money or do that to them. Let me learn more about this. You know, let me, let me look into becoming, you know, a sports agent. And I love sports right. too. So uh, once I started digging, it wasn't that hard. It's not that hard. It, it's mainly about helping people, and I believe that, you know, some agents tend to take advantage of a lot of their clients by the percentage that they charge. Um, I heard that 
um, a lot of boxing agents or managers um, charge 35%. And I'm not knocking wow. them, you know, for the percentage that they charge, but that is extremely high, especially for right. boxers that are just coming in and they're not making that much money as it is. And the agent isn't the only person that they have to pay. They have to pay their cut man and train. You know, there's a lot of people that have to be paid. So you getting 35% of the money, what is that leaving the boxer and everybody else? Right. So um, boxing was the first um, sport that I I hopped into and um, got a client in boxing. And then I have a friend that is, you know, very successful on the music side of the business. And I'm like, okay, well, we can do sports and entertainment. Bring her in because, you know, all of this is about bringing people up as well. Bring your circle up. (laughs) Right. We're all going to take, we're all going to have a part of this. And so I brought her in and she has several clients under her now. And it's just, it's been amazing. I love it. Yeah, I love that. And what was so unique about, you know, of course, what you stated was the fact that you really focus on people mm-hmm. and not more so the money that, you know, of course, you have to feed your family. You have to feed yourself. So, you know, money is one thing, but you don't focus necessarily on the amount of money that you can make from something. It's more so you focus on how you can help people and feel, you know, feel that fulfillment within your business. So what was that period moment in your life where, you know, you knew um, that your business was going to focus on people? Because I think a lot of times with entrepreneurs, we tend to focus on money Um, and Mm -hmm. we focus on the amount of money that we're able to bring in. Um, What advice could you give someone when it comes to the importance of focusing on people versus money? Um, I believe that when you focus on money, um, you cut yourself short because it's not, like you said, it's not about the money. It's about your client. And if you have a good client and you're not charging them, you know, millions of dollars or thousands of dollars or sometimes even hundreds of dollars because they don't have that, what are they going to do? Well, they know friends that are in, that arena that you're working in, say, my boxer. He knows other boxers. He knows if they need managers or not. But if I'm charging him hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars that he can't afford, he's not going to refer me to them. Right. So you have referrals. People are going to start telling them, hey, you know what? I have an agent for you. She's good. You know, if you have the skills, if you have the knowledge that you need, your money will come. It'll come from everywhere. You you have more clients. More clients equal more money. You don't have to get, you know, all your money from one client. And that's how I want my business to be ran. All of my business are like that. Um, I, I don't that. like to focus on money because when you put money over everything, it's, sometimes it's less quality. I love it. Because you're so well, focused on money, then you're going to lose your clients. <laughs> yeah. And I They're not going to be able to afford you. <laughs> I totally agree because that is one thing. When you're charging people astronomical pricing prices, you know, for services, it's hard for them to even want to, you know, refer you to somebody else because them, mm-hmm. them, them themselves don't even want to be there. So I totally That's agree, right. you know, um, of the fact of charging what you're worth, but also, mm-hmm. you know, making sure that, especially in the startup phase of your company, as a new entrepreneur, make sure that, you are able to attract these type of clients and that you show them what you're worth because even if it is, 
you know, astronomical number, you want them to feel like they're getting that plus some of whatever mm-hmm. that, you know, that you're giving. So I totally love that. So because we're talking about money and I know that you are assist, you know, your clients with financial planning, um, in mm-hmm. what ways or what services do you provide through your agency to assist those who may be listening, um, who has, who are in the arena um, of the type of clients that you that you work with? How do you assist them with the financial planning when it comes to their money? Well, we make sure that they, um, you know, they have budget a budget to stick with. Uh, we make sure that they do have life insurance. I did bring that into my business as well. A lot of these um, athletes, they need life insurance. You know, you're you're getting hit in the right. face. Um, if you're playing football, you know, you're getting hit out on hit out on a field. Um, you break a a leg or a shoulder. You know, that may end your career. Sometimes it may end your life. We we know all about you know the injuries that are involved in a lot of these um, sports. Basketball, the same thing. And, um, you know, we make sure that they, they are set, make sure that they have what they need financially to, you know, um, succeed, pass down their, you know, the generational wealth to their children or um, even, even with their, um, I guess you can call it, portfolios. Right. Building stock, if they want to, you know, if they want to buy stock, we'll show them how to do that. If they want to, you know, participate in Forex, we'll show them how to do that. But I just want to make sure that they have something so that when, they, when they're, they're done, when they decide to retire, they're not retiring with nothing. And we all hear about the athletes that, you know, get into um, sports and they're making all of this money and they've never had that much money before in their life and then they go out and they spending it in the clubs and they're on their friends, their entourage, entourage, they're doing all these crazy things because they don't know how to plan. Right. They don't know, you know, what it's like to have all of that money. So why not sit them down and, you know, talk about the amount of money they, they have. Talk about the amount of money that they need, their lifestyles after, you know, the game. Right. Do they want to continue to live that type of lifestyle after the game? Or do they want to, you know, really humble themselves down and, and live off of nothing or little to nothing? So we, that's my goal. My goal in my business is to make sure that, you know, they have something so that even while they're playing and after they're playing, they have a good amount of money left. Yeah. That, that's, yeah. that's my focus on, you know, my clients. Yeah. And I think that's super important because, like you say, um, the lifestyle that you're living currently, you know, of course, is going to alter when you're done playing. Uh-huh. So to, yep. be, to be prepared for that shift or that transition into your afterlife of, uh-huh. you know, whatever sport it is, I think that's very important to consider because it's what are your expenses, you know, then yep. versus now. Are you still going to need all of these people? Are you still going to have to take care of majority of these people? Or who really needs your help? Who are you really responsible for? Um, So I really love what you're doing with your company. Now, I know that you mentioned life insurance um, a Mm -hmm. couple of times. So can we talk about that a little bit? Because 
life insurance is one of those topics where, you know, depending upon who you're speaking to, you know, mm-hmm. people don't see the value that it has. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, could you really just walk us through life insurance and, you know, how important it is to one's life, you know, not just death-wise, but what life insurance can do. Like you said, it can help, you know, fix some expenses within your life. Mm-hmm. So um, I think a lot of people have a misconception about life insurance. They think that life insurance is just for after you pass away, you know, right. and to help take care of the family um, after you pass away. Life insurance is not just about, you know, having term. That's term. Um, that's a term policy where you don't get anything out of it until you pass away. Well, there are other types of life insurance um, that you could get, like whole life. Whole life, actually, um, there's a cash value in whole life. And you also, um, you know, you put into the S&P 500, the stock market, where if the stock market goes up um, to 12, I think it's 10 to 12 percent, then your money will go up on the cash value side. Now, if the stock market falls, your money is leveled. You don't lose any money. People don't know about that. Um, The get-out-of-debt program with mutual trust, um, what they do is they sit down and, you know, you write out all of your debt that you have, and they give you um, a scenario. They'll show you where you can cut your time in half and pan off your debt just by using your life insurance policy. You can also um, use it as a bank. So if you have, you know, a $200,000 life insurance policy, there's a part of that that you can take out and use as, you know, for whatever you want to use it on. If you need to buy a car, you say, okay, well, let me look at my life insurance policy, the cash value side, and see how much I have. You can take that out instead of taking money from a bank and having all this interest when yours could be interest-free. So, I mean, there are tons and tons and tons of things with life insurance that people don't know, you, they don't understand. And so if they have life insurance, maybe they need to speak to, you know, their agent, um, life insurance agent, about the different options that they may have. A lot of people push back on whole policies because they're kind of expensive, expensive but they don't understand the value that you get out of a whole policy um, life insurance. So, um, yeah, I highly recommend that people, most importantly, have a life insurance policy, you know, to help take care of your family, but also have a life insurance policy for the cash value side, the generational wealth side. You can pass that on to your children. You can start them off with a policy, say, paying $50 a month, and then when they graduate from high school, the cash value side on that policy, they may never have to work again. Right. So it's important. It's important for people to actually learn the value of having life insurance. It's not about having just term anymore because that's what a lot of people knew. There are way more options in life insurance than people would ever know. You know, Disney, Disney World was, (laughs) Disney World was built off of a life insurance policy. A lot of people don't know that. McDonald's was started off of a life insurance policy. Warren Buffett, he praises life insurance policy. He, his children have life insurance policies. They never have to work again. He's passing down all this money 
through these life insurance policies whole life, and people don't they don't get it. They don't they don't want some of them don't want to um, understand that you could you could build money, save money, have money through a life insurance policy. That's yeah. where your generational wealth starts. You know, I just I really wish that people would open up their minds and um, start thinking like the rich thing. Right. And and most of them do that through life insurance policy. So yeah, yeah. I I I really, you know, I don't wanna <laughs> No, it's keep preaching about life insurance policies, but it's it's really it's, it's important. important. It's important and I think because you know, and especially in our communities, but in our black and brown communities, because we don't have mm-hmm. these conversations often, it's important that we start shedding light on what life insurance is, you know, what financial yep. literacy is, how we can really get ahead. Because I was just speaking to someone yesterday, and I'm like, it disturbs my spirit, the fact that nobody is disrupted or at least That's it's right. not being presented that they're, you know, by 2053, they stated that, you know, the black wage gap would, or, you know, income would be zero, network would be zero. And it's mm-hmm. like, with little practices like this, like, what are you doing? Because to my knowledge of life insurance, it's not expensive. Like, some people are paying $25 a month. Some people are paying $50 a month. And they've got thousands mm-hmm. and thousands of dollars you know, of mm-hmm. life insurance, like fifty dollars right. compared. You know, that's a that's a missed meal going out to eat for the week. You right. know, um, when we start looking at our money a little bit different and not looking at it because a lot of people have put in their heads that life insurance is, you know, kind of a waste of money because you can't see it. Um, and I think that's the reason, like, we're not as much of them as investors as, you know, other cultures are because we can't see our mm-hmm. money, you know, instantly. That's it's right. Not, we, don't, we don't see it. So it's one of those things But I think with, you know, talks like this and being educated about, you know, the benefits and the perks that whole life insurance has and whether mm-hmm. or not turn is, you know, for your lifestyle or for you at that moment, regardless of the decision, um, I right. think it's, it should be stressed because it's little things like this that could put you ahead. And like you said, that can be passed down for generations to come. You know, mm-hmm. where you can start a company. Um, Disney World is a multi-billion, trillion-dollar company. And yes, it is. started <laughs> off of a life insurance policy is, I don't know, I didn't even know that. Yeah, it's like, who would have known? You know, who would have known? But mm-hmm. that also takes the research and understanding and you're being educated. So I really love that. You know, anything about money, I love talking about because, you know, a lot of people, depending on if you're talking to your grandma, it's the root to all evil. But, you know, to some people, it's a tool. And money is just a tool, yeah. and it's how you use it. And I feel like if we start having these money conversations, you know, people start connecting with people like you and your companies who can assist them with not only, mm-hmm. you know, management and, you know, development and marketing and making sure that, you know, 
they're not being robbed, but also while we're protecting you, we're also setting you up for your future. And that's exactly. what I really love about company because it's not just, oh, we're coming in and we're representing you and we're managing you. It's like we're making sure that you're protected throughout all phases of your life, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so I really love it. Um, Thank I love you. everything that you're doing. I, I probably went on a rampage myself. However, <laughs> uh, I think it's important. I think it's super important. So for those who may be interested in, like, connecting with your company, um, what is the process of, you know, people actually getting involved, um, becoming a client, what does that look like? Like how do how do they become a client? Yeah. So yeah. So how could they like connect with you? Um, oh, okay. Um, well, they can they can always email me um, at to be vetted at gmail dot com. Um, you can also find me on Facebook, um, Twitter, Instagram, uh, to be vetted sports. And, um, you know, reach out to me. Let me know that, you know, let me know what you're doing. Um, send me your phone number. We can call, um, talk. So, you, so, you know, you can explain to me, you know, what it is that you do, what you're interested in. Um, if you're a sports player and um, you're looking at our sports side, you know, send me some reels. Let me see, you know, what you do. Let me see what you do in the ring. Let me see what you do on the field. And, um, you know, we, we can connect from there. Um, you know, we don't just accept um, any and everybody. We want you to be good, too. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, you know, we want you to make sure you have talent. Make sure that you're ready to work. Um, make sure that if you, if you are interested in the sport, then you're interested in the sport and not the money. Because a lot of the times you get those players that just want to make money, but you don't want to do the work to make the money. You know, we're not going to sit around on the side and, and push you, wake you, have to wake you up at 7 o'clock in the morning and say, hey, are you up? Get up. You have practice. No, you should want to do that. We don't want that type of client. You know what I'm saying? We want clients that are passionate about what they do. If you're, you know, if you're a musician, you're passionate about your music. You want to get out there? You want everybody to hear you? Well, we want everyone to hear you too, but we also want you to be passionate about your your craft. Right. The money, because most of the times the money the money's not going to come quick, you know, mm-hmm. and then you get discouraged because you're not making the money you thought you were going to make, but it takes time to do that. So we want our clients to be passionate about their love, and we'll handle the rest. But you have to, you know, you have to have that drive to succeed. We can't give you that drive. Only you can give yourself that drive. And that's the same thing I tell my kids. No agent is going to want to pick you up or no college, no league is going to want to pick you up if you don't have the passion to do what it is that you need to do. You'll have that agent that will take care of your your finances and, you know, make sure everything's straight on the back end, on the business side, but we can't go out there on the field and play for you. You have to do that yourself. And if that's not what you want to do, if you're just out there on that field to make money, you're going to end up getting hurt because you're not going to practice enough. Your head isn't going to be in the game. All you're going to think about is your money 
And that's not the type of clients that we want. Those are the, some of the athletes are out there on the field that way. But we want to make sure that you succeed all around. So if, yeah. if you have that drive, if you have that passion, reach out to me. We'll help you. You know, we'll help you get to the next step. If we can't help you, we know somebody that can. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, I love that. yeah, they can reach out to me anytime. I love that. Well, I know we're getting close to the end. However, what are one or two um, tips that you can give an entrepreneur who is looking for that money management? Because I know we talk a lot about money, but what are one or two strategies for them to get a hold on their money now to start investing? Um, well, uh, saving. You know, saving, there, there are different types of ways to, to make money um, fairly quickly. You know, if they, um, there are plenty of side hustles you could do. <laughs> but one of mine, when I started out, one of mine was um, Mary Kay. Mary Kay was my first side hustle. But Mary Kay taught me a lot. Mary Kay taught me about um, the business portal, um, for, you know, building clientele. They taught me um, <laughs> about the, the, the backgrounds of, um, you know, putting money to the side and, and purchasing your inventory, making sure right. that you have enough on hand so that if somebody wanted, you can hand it to them. Mary Kay taught me a lot. You know, though, a lot of the stay-at-home businesses that you could do, I would say do it. Don't knock it until you try it because they'll teach you a lot of things. The 31, I don't know if you've ever heard of 31, but 31 and all the little jewelry parties that they have. Do one. Try one. You right. can actually make some money. You, when you make that money, you put that money to the side. You know, um, if you have a nine-to-five, start putting one, $200 to the side for your, you know, your entrepreneurial um, investment. Um, if you have a life insurance policy, we're going to go back to that real quick because you can always pull money out of your whole life policy to start a business as well. They have um, Kickstarter. They have GoFundMe. They have, I mean, there are a lot of ways to, to make money um, for your business. So, but the, the most important thing is, you know, you have to be disciplined and save your money no matter how you get it. Yes, that's that's yes. my my take on it. You know, it's not easy. It's not easy to do. And once you start from the beginning and you, you know, look at everything that you need, you break everything down. You're like, dang, I thought it would only take me five hundred dollars to do this instead of twenty five thousand dollars because you have advertisements that you have to do. You have, you know, your inventory if you have to have that on hand. It's a lot of stuff, supplies, <laughs> office supplies you know, that you need if you want to get have an overhead and, you know, get you a brick-and-mortar store, then that's oh a whole God, separate yes. thing, you know. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's even that's more money. People don't realize that. So, right. yeah, yeah, it's, it's a lot, but save, save, save. Yes, I love it, I love it. So, again, how can those find you and connect with you online? Um, email me at 2 B V E T D at gmail dot com. 
That's to be vetted at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook at to be vetted sports. That's to be v e t d sports, and it's the same for Instagram and Twitter. To be vetted sports. I love it. I love it. And thank you so much for being a part of today's podcast. The conversation was well needed. And, guys, if you know anyone who can benefit from this podcast, please, please, please pass this episode along. The more people that you pass this episode to, it helps build our community, and we're able to keep growing as a brand. Again, Tamara, keep doing what you're doing. I love everything. I love your purpose, your mission. I love how you focus on people, and it's directly aligned with our mission here at Intentionally Posh. So thank you so much again for all of your knowledge. Thank you. Of course. Thank you for having me. Of course. And as always, guys, have a high vibe, Intentional Week. Thank you again for listening to Posh Talks Podcast. This podcast was brought to you and sponsored by Women Living Intentional and Intentional Investments. Want to learn more about us? Check us out at intentionallyposh.com. And as always, have a high vibe intentional week.